Welcome back, podcast listeners. This is the We Know Ball podcast. Today, we are teaming up with Underdog Fantasy to bring you guys an amazing deal. If you go ahead and sign up using their mobile app or their website, and you use code WKB when you sign up, they will give you a deposit match of up to $100. That is an amazing deal. So take advantage of it while you can. Sign up, use code WKB, and get on to some daily fantasy everybody to the newest episode of the we know ball podcast um it's been a while since since we've recorded one since we've been on um today the suns lost to the pelicans game two of the first round um it wasn't we lost what was it 125 to 114 um we started battling back in that fourth quarter but like nobody was missing shots at all until we started missing shots and then <laughs> and then it just went downhill but it was really back and forth that fourth quarter yeah there's um, it's an upset loss in my opinion it's there's a lot to unpack <laughs> from this it is. first and foremost i kind of thought we were going to lose at least one the series so no and it would be the scott foster game yeah but yeah. Um, first and foremost um, is Devin Booker's health. He, we don't know. We don't know yet. We don't know anything. So, it doesn't sound bad to me. Huh? It doesn't sound that bad to me. No, I, I think he misses one tight. game at most. Yeah. yeah. So I think we'll be okay. Like, it'll be tough if he's not there in game three and we lose. <laughs> yeah. His but, body language scared me that's what it was like the way he just because it it seemed the way he was acting made it seem serious yeah he was pissed after that happened like i sent that video and i'm sure people will see it tonight is uh because we're recording this right after the game um but there's that video of just like him after it happens and like going to the bench and he just looks so mad he looks absolutely pissed that that happened he it's like not something you want to see <laughs> i hope that's some type of long-term thing in his career because his hamstrings keep just going out on him yeah For years now always hamstring injuries yeah man it sucks it's so tough <laughs> and it's like I, I think he'll be fine though probably but it's just like this especially because he was like he was in the middle of like a generational performance this was going to be like this was probably going to be like one of the best games of his career yeah i was in the middle of watching it just him not missing any three-pointer he took i was watching with my girlfriend's dad and i was like we are watching a legendary game right now and then didn't come back in after that it was taken away from us it was stolen from us yeah it was so um, I was at the game. I have a uh, proof. <laughs> oh, you got one of the towels. Yep. <laughs> Are those just I... on your receipt? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's pretty much like on the honor system of just don't steal one. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the first half was crazy. Every like, and it's not like Booker like was hitting shots right, but it wasn't like the Lakers game last season where. We were like ahead, like we were beating him by like twenty five because of it. Mm-hmm. He was hitting shots like while we were down. 
And that's like that's how you know this was like a generational like all time performance because he was hitting these shots like in a game where where he's not like front he's not like a front runner. You know what I mean? Like, right. You weren't. I wasn't in games like that. You kind of expect him to come out in the fourth quarter. Like if we're up by twenty and he's not going to finish and and score another ten points in a quarter, um, where he he would end at like forty or forty five when he could have gotten to almost sixty if he played out the whole game. This seemed like a game that he would have had to play majority of the game, and we could have seen something really special. Yeah, it's so sad. Like. It just makes me so upset that I literally feel like we've been we were just robbed of like well probably like one of the best games of his career tonight. Yeah. It absolutely would have been and we probably win the game also. But yeah. We don't have to We won't do in, that because I guess we're not allowed to. I feel like I just had a there's just a feeling tonight where it's just like he was playing like this because it's the playoffs. I, I don't think it's going to be the last type of game he has in this playoff run. Assuming it, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, it, I think it just looked different. It felt different. <clears throat> the performance. Yeah, it just just from like yeah. normal. It just felt different. Like it felt like this. This is something. It had a feeling where it was. This isn't a one-time thing where he's going to go. It felt like this is going to be like a. A legendary playoff run, not just a game. <coughs> yeah, like, like the type of shots it still he was hitting. Like, it, it reminded me of Game Four last year at the finals, uh, when he he I think he had forty two or something. He just was not missing whatever shot he would take. It kind of felt like that. Obviously, this is a little bit better, but yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's just like it's so unfortunate, and I do agree, Brandon. That I think we're gonna we're about to witness like. A legendary playoff run, provided that <clears throat> he's healthy. Right. Which would this just like is killing me right now? Like, yeah, I'm just gonna have faith until we get a report or something because all we've gotten was hamstring tightness so far, right? So we'll probably yeah. tonight with hamstring injuries. Wow. Yeah, with hamstring injuries, I heard like they're always lingering. Like, it's not just, like, you know, you're healed one day and it's good. It's, like, every time it just gets worse and worse. Yeah. It's so it's – at least – I mean, the the positive is that it's I – mean, I guess not, like, a positive, but you can take it how you will. It's the other hamstring as – or it's the different yeah. one, the opposite one. Wow. The opposite hamstring from last season. And uh, – He's re-aggravating something else. Yeah, so – it's not re- like reaggravating the same injury, but now his right hamstring is also screwed. So I uh, t- take that as you will. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you just the thing hamstring injuries they they uh they don't really like get better, but they're probably one of the easier injuries to play through. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, if we if it comes to that point. And like we do reach the conference finals or the finals, and it's still bothering him. I think he'll be able to play through it at the very least. I know he, he was dealing would. He was like, dealing with it in the finals. He still was playing through it, scoring forty points. So yeah, he would. Yeah, so like, I'm not. I don't really think this is going to be a long term injury. I think he misses one game at most, which would <laughs> suck because I feel yeah. like. 
I don't know. I think it'll be close if Book misses game three. I think it'll be a close game. We still have another three days till this game. Till those next game. So he's going to have time to... Yeah, that is, it is fortunate timing in that regard that it is two days before the next... Or three, like, full days before the next game. So that's definitely, like, silver lining to this. Yeah. One thing that's really been upsetting me with Devin Booker playing so good is, like, our supporting cast has been terrible. Yeah, he had 31 points in the first half and the of the team, 61. Yeah, like, Chris Paul has not, like, today, he missed, like, five or six of his mid-ranges that he hits consistently. Like, you see him take that shot and you're like, okay, like, that's going in. And he, he just clanking everything. And DeAndre Aiden only took six shots today, which yeah, is that, just like that upsets so, me, man. Yeah, it could. It's it's a mix of him not taking shots and him not getting fed the ball. But it's like you know, I expect him to take at least fifteen shots if Booker's not there. Yeah, that was a bit. My here's my thing with tonight, and my three like biggest points of like why I think we lost is other than Booker being injured. Um, I think one, Aiden didn't get enough shots. Two, Crowder took too many shots. Crowder just, we'll talk about Jay. Um, and then Monty, I feel like he didn't make a single adjustment in this game. Yeah, like, he kind of just with because we had a lineup of, I want to say it was JaVale. it was all bench. It was the whole yeah. bench. Like there was no no good scoring involved in that. Yeah, there was in no that. like having, and it was for an extended period of time too. Like having a, a straight bench unit in the playoffs, I feel like is like inexcusable. There's no reason. Yeah, unless we're up twenty, like then then throw the bench in there. Yeah, but even then, like it was in the third quarter. Right. Exactly. I know. I know what you mean. I'm saying it. It is ridiculous i i don't know what he was thinking at least have like chris paul out there to facilitate the offense like to run the offense yeah because and good my thing is he had jay crowder in the game at that time too right yeah so he had we, jay have no, we have no shot creation in the game at all at least the the least you can do is put cam johnson in because we've seen him take over games himself well That's even like, johnson shot, like, yeah yeah it's yeah. just not himself yeah, but it's Cam? just like, you know, if nobody else in the game, I would trust him more than anyone else to yeah. make shots. Yeah, I feel like Cam Johnson probably should have replaced Book in the lineup instead yeah. of Shamit. Well, Shamit didn't do terrible. I think he... Did, I'm not well, saying many... Shamit did bad, but yeah, in the, like in the long run, you got to put your best players on the floor. Well, I would yeah. still have... I would still rather have Shamit out there than Jay Crowder chucking oh, up three. I was say. Yeah. Because Jay Crowder just can't buy a shot right now. Dude, and I hope that his, like, progression to the mean, like, is this series. Because, like, I'm going to be pissed if we lose the series and then Jay Crowder starts not missing a shot over summer or in preseason or some shit. Yeah, yeah. So I just – I'm going to need Jay – and I know, like, Ari, and you tweeted this about – he, how he started the Lakers series the same way, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, 
first two games against the Lakers, he shot one for 13 from three. And the first two games uh, against the Pelicans, he shot 0 for 9. Yeah, so, and I mean, he picked it up in game four of the Lakers series. Yeah, I think he shot three for eight, and then the game after that, he shot six for nine. Yeah, so uh, if, if it's following the same trend, then uh, he'll he'll pick it up by game four, and we'll be fine. Um, right. If Book is out, we need him to hit his shots. Yeah, here's like, the thing. Shots. I don't think, like, even honestly with Book out, if we play – how we're supposed to, and they don't shoot 55% from three, I think we still win. Yeah. Yeah. But I it's feel just, like I'm- it's a combination of like they got insanely hot in this game, the 27th worst three point shooting team in the league. Seems like it literally happens all the time against us. All like most of our lot, we've talked about this several times about how most of our losses this season came when. The team just got absurdly hot from three. Yeah. The Atlanta game comes to mind first. And like, so at halftime, I, I feel like I jinx it. I always jinx shit. I, my friends were texting me in the group chat and they're like, wow, the Pelicans are still in this. And I was like, they're going to cool down. They're not going to shoot. I think at the time they were shooting like 49% from three. Yeah, they got hotter, like, Brandon. They're not going to do this. They're not going to keep this up. And then they end up shooting better. So. It's just one of those games, and but another contributing factor, we we only lost by eleven, which I feel like for having missing your star for a whole half and them like shooting that percentage, I feel like that's not like terrible. I feel like it could have been way worse. And Brandon Ingram had thirty-seven points, and the free throw difference, which I mean, like I feel like this isn't as bad of a loss. And I'm glad we're sitting here talking about it now so I can come to terms with it because uh, it's not as bad of a loss as it seems like it is. <clears throat> you have the free throw difference. Like I, I, I didn't. Uh, they showed two more. Than- two more. Yeah. They were 16 <laughs> for 20, they were 15 for 18. <clears throat> Damn. I thought it was worse. See, we've been, Oh, well, like missing free throws when they matter the most lately. Like, we started at 12 for 12, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then, like, I know Mikel missed one down the stretch. Cam Johnson missed one down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Cam Johnson missed two. He missed two of them? Yeah, which is, like, so uncharacteristic. You know, he's yeah. one of the best shooters. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, uh... Supporting cast to, to step it up if, if we want to win when Book can't play like that. Yeah, so speaking if he, of... Sorry to interrupt you. I really need to mention this because nobody's talking about it. Campaign has been a disaster mm-hmm. every time he touches the court. I don't know what it is. I, I don't. Because he looks so good when Chris Paul is out. Yeah. Like, we were talking about like us trusting him to be our point guard when he's gone. Yeah. But not this campaign. He's not even... Yeah. Like he doesn't even look this like is, a basketball player out there. This is the this is the campaign that the Bulls thought they had. Yeah. <clears throat> so like, I I wonder if it's like I don't I don't know maybe he's just playing too fast again. That might be what it is. Shot selection. He takes like he's taking step back threes and stuff, which is like that's not his game. You know he's known as a driver. He obviously will hit the three occasionally, but he's 
more of a downhill player. And even like creating shots, that's what he's good at. He had two yeah. assists, and he wasn't like passing that like that good, anyways. Yeah. So and I think also the times like and when Chris Paul is out, a lot of his assists and playmaking came in like a two man game with Aiden or McGee. Yeah. And with Valanciunas on them, it's it's way harder. He Valanciunas just has such good like. He gets really good he's control. <laughs> yeah, like. He, you can't get space around him to do run a two man game because he's just going to be there. Yeah. No, that's also good. speaking of our rebounding is terrible. Still, that's another thing. Yeah. But if that, I don't care what happens in this series if the rebounding doesn't improve. Like, can you imagine if we don't rebounding as the Warriors? Yeah, it's. It's We're literally going to lose by like 30 every game because they're just going to kick it out back for three and just make every shot. And the thing is, it's not even because of Valanciunas either. It's like there's three people in the paint, and Aiden has, Aiden has to box out all three of them. Everybody else is streaking out yeah, the court already. Yeah, the team does not box out. No, nobody's boxing out at all. It's like, you know, even against the Warriors, they'll, they'll have three guys in there getting rebounds. I was, uh, I was sitting next to a fan today who – I'm pretty sure is an Aiden hater because every time Aiden touched the ball, he was just fucking screaming at him. Like there was a play where Aiden got double teamed by Ingram and Valanciunas and he's screaming at Aiden, just dunk the ball, just dunk the ball. I'm like, bro, like what, what do you want him to do? My guy, like there's, yeah. There's guys there, and then he like Aiden like had one hand on the ball on a rebound, and then two guys like came up and ripped it away from him, and he's like screaming at Aiden, like hold on to the ball, like my like, and I think that's part of like the absurd expectations we put on Aiden a little bit, mm-hmm. but yeah. also, like why was he just not getting the ball today? Like, do you mean why was he not getting the ball like as in shot shots up or like? Both. Both, I, whatever the other, like whatever other meaning you were going to say, probably both. Like, I feel like he rarely touched the ball today. Six yeah. shots is ridiculous, especially in a game where Book was out. That can't happen. Yeah. I, with what I was noticing while I was watching was like when he's rebounding the ball, if it's not right in his hands, he's trying to tip it back up to himself to yeah. fully control it. Mm-hmm. When he doesn't need to, like even if there's no one around him, and that's when that's when they start like crashing towards him to try to get that rip away when he tries to tip it to himself. Yeah, he just needs to grab it. Yeah, just yeah. just just put two hands on the ball. Yeah, and even no. on the offense, notice when he gets the ball, they're not. I, in my opinion, they're not feeding him enough, or they didn't this game. But also when he gets the ball, it's like he doesn't want to score. He's looking to pass it right away, which is like. That's not you know that's not what he needs to do. He needs to his mid range is uh insane this year. Like just put up a shot. It's very discouraging that he kind of refuses to. He's not. I at least tonight he just didn't have it. Like he he looked slow and tired. Honestly, yes. you know, oh, and I don't say that about Aiden very much. Like I yeah. am an Aiden defender, but tonight was hard. Was difficult. Because that's the guy you want to see step up when Book's out. Like, he's supposed to be – like, 
he's supposed to be a him. Like he, he needs to step up. Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. So there's and, a- and so he had 21 last game, and now just 10 all of a sudden. Like, like and, and where's where did that go? To book. So I saw this tweet, and I want it about DeAndre Ayton, um, from Rohan Ned Carney. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know who he is. He's verified. I'm, he's some type of analyst. Um, so he is second in field goal percentage from the elbow. Um, he has a league. better... Yeah, in the league. Um, he has a better mid-range field goal percentage than Jason Tatum while only taking one less mid-range shot a game. Damn. And uh, he has more posts per touches on post-ups than Giannis. Damn. Yeah, he's good, bro. Like, <clears throat> yep. But that's even more reasons why you hate to see him not step up in that situation. Nobody stepped up, really. Yeah, nobody. Mm-hmm. There was a few times where the like the Suns would string together a run and the crowd would get back into it, but it never lasted. The Pelicans always just came down and hit another three. Yeah, like in the fourth quarter, once we started like five minutes into it, we were up at one point by like two or three. Yeah. And this was also the worst transition defense I've ever seen. Yeah, Most of their threes were in transition because we just were not getting back. Everyone was like standing at half court the whole game. And there was a span of like two minutes where literally after every missed shot the Suns had, they would just launch it on the court to Jackson Hayes. And he yeah, that it. happened like three times in a row. Like three times in a row. It's like after one time, you should have someone back there or just, you know, know. And that's, that's what, what that was what caused uh, – that was one of the plays yeah. that caused Book's hamstring. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, and that's that brings up another point is Monty. He – where – what was he doing tonight? He didn't no make – he had – he didn't make any adjustments. We came out of – we came out of half flat – like after that end of the half that book had, we should have been like raring to go, you know what I mean? But I feel like we came out flat, and then those three runouts happened, and then it was just a disaster. So, um, serious lack of halftime adjustments. Nothing changed. It actually got he worse might, after halftime. He might just end things seriously. What? Brandon? He, he might. Oh, oh I, I, don't, I don't know if you said me or Arian. Oops, Arian, you yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was just saying the rotations were, like, terrible throughout the game. I I think at some point he has to know to take out Jay Crowder. It's just – it's not working. And yeah, that is something – I understand, like, their whole thing with continuity, but I agree with you there that, like, dude, Jay Crowder just is literally a, just a negative out there. you got to put in camp. More than he's helping us. He was playing. He's been playing amazing defense, so I'll give him that. Like Jay, the last two games, Jay? yeah, he's been playing amazing oh, yeah. defense. The last two games, Jay. but he has a lot of stupid fouls, though. I'm not gonna lie. Jay should not be. Jay should not bring up six threes a game. Yeah, actually, that's like his career average. But it should like right in, in his role on this team. It shouldn't be. It it should not. That should no, not be right. at least not in this game, especially. Like, I'd much Dude, rather give those to Mikel. I don't know if there was, like, a single time that Jay made, like, 
a good decision with the ball in his hands. Every oh, yeah. time he touched the ball, some like he made like the dumbest mistakes that you'll ever see. He like point blank missed a layup. He just like threw the ball backcourt. Yep. Like yeah. he tried to drive and he took a fade away, a contested fade. Like what, dude? Like what are you doing, bro? And I actually saw a tweet from uh, RB. He had a it was a four screenshots of Jay Crowder taking open threes, just missing all of them. Just like it's not like he's taking too many bad shots. It's just like you gotta hit your open threes. You know that's what you're getting paid for. Like, if, you're not, if you're not, if you're not comfortable with that, he he has a nice flow game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Shoot he's kind of stopped shooting those. Yeah, two two points is better. What's up? No, his mid range isn't too bad either. Right. He was yeah. yeah, he's just taking like dumb shots. He's just ma- doing dumb things. Yep. But um let's let's shift tones and let's let's see if we can find any positives to take away from this game. Mikhail Bridges? Uh Mikhail, yeah, Mikhail was good. Mikhail was his usual yeah. self today. Yeah, I I just wanted to take more shots. That like he yeah, he was for eleven. I'd rather give Jay's shots to Mikael. Like Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Cam Cam too. Like I know he, he was he took ten shots today, but like six threes. He's he's really good at driving. And he needs he should just drive more. Mm-hmm. Him and Mikhail both. Mikhail looks a little he looks still looks a little uh uncomfortable sometimes with the ball. Where he just like just passes it right away, which we, we you know, we know he could attack and score. Should he should do some more of that. But he had a get a good game. I think um, I think Javel also had a pretty decent game. Yeah, I was happy. Javel. He uh, he filled those backup center minutes very well. Um, that was, I mean that's those are the only positives to be completely honest. Yeah, and book, but yeah, but we already talked about book, and everybody knows about book. Yeah, that that's literally it. That's the only two positives I can think of that like we can take away from this game because otherwise it was just terrible yeah yeah man actually about javel i was thinking one thing like maybe for a few minutes down the stretch run him and eight not uh not in the fourth quarter or anything but like run him and Aiden together for rebounding purposes yeah just because the uh pelicans are playing such a big lineup with like cj herb jones ingram and then jackson hayes and valentunas if you want to run Javale and Aiden in there a little bit, just to get some more rebounds, get out in transition. This is ironic. I I always said earlier how I don't I didn't know if Dario Sarge had a spot in our lineup. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally it right now. He would be he be the Larry Nance yeah. role. You could do exactly what Larry Nance is doing. Also, why is Larry Nance hitting threes and fadeaway jump? Like what? It's not going to happen. It's not. Like, am I like? I'm gonna fact check myself right now, and maybe he's like a decent three point shooter, but I feel like he's definitely not a good three point shooter. Not on the worst three point. Not on one of the worst three point shooting teams in the league. Yeah, Yeah, uh, with the Javale, uh, the Dario thing, it's like you obviously don't want to run McGee and Aiden together. It's just not like it's not good offensively or defensively. I mean, defensively, it's pretty good, but it's like Dario would fit perfectly in there. He grabs so many rebounds. He right. Plays even, aggressive. Even the whole Javale and DA spacing thing, 
Yeah. Um, DA is not terrible spacing the floor. Like he's not bad. No, no I think yeah. you have to respect him as a shooter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, did just you, see not that in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, did you get the stats pulled up? Yeah, Larry Nance. Uh, you guys aren't going to believe this, but shooting like forty-five percent from three on the season. Well, okay, so on the season, because he got traded, on the season he's shooting thirty-three percent. That's not uh, terrible. Still not. No, but it's not. I think he was two of three tonight. So, but with Portland, he shot. 30% this season with the Pelicans. And it says he's only played nine games for the Pelicans this season. He's shooting 50% from three Jesus. on one attempt per game. Oh, okay. So it's not, it's not also, <laughs> but still bro, like whatever, bro. He's going to, it's going to, it's not going to happen again. Sorry, Larry. I think we should, before we talk about, I just want to say there's, no excuse for losing a game when Devin Booker drops thirty in general. Like, yeah. um, I disagree because we watched it happen twice in the finals, and there okay. were very good reasons we lost those games. We also were playing Milwaukee, who's always arguably the best best team in the league. We're playing the Pelicans. If yeah, if Devin just- drops thirty on the Pelicans. We should be able to win the game, well, we no matter if the second half. Because it's like it's difficult to say that when, like, on paper, it sounds good to say that, but like it, having thirty in like twenty-five minutes, mostly in the first half, is different than having thirty-one throughout the game. If that makes sense. So, like, yeah. all literally everything that Booker contributed to because i don't think he recorded any stats in the when he played in the third quarter so literally everything that devin Booker contributed to this game happened in the first half so we literally have like no way of knowing right what sort of impact he was going to have on that game so yeah i think that what you were saying about 31 in the whole game because it's like within the flow if you do it within the flow of the game other people's shots will come and like yeah. he just draws attention because if you get a full game with the production production in one half and you're out they're not gonna you know obviously they have no one to like double team or really look out for it just makes it harder for everyone yeah he like book had 31 of our 61 points at half so yep. like it was just him in the mm-hmm. first half whereas like if he had 31 throughout the game that likely means other players shots were falling and he was able to get it you know in the flow of the offense rather than having to score literally every possession because nobody else was scoring it's it's an upsetting game and it's insane like they like i it blows my like absolute mind this league where they see that devin booker has 31 points in the first half and is up. Were we up at half? No, I think we were down by. And we're losing at half. And, then, and like, it's so. clear that they just, like, regardless, it was close. Yeah. yeah. I think we were up. 
I'm, I'm gonna check. I feel like we were up like six or seven. We were up. Yeah, my bad, my bad. We were up. We were up by five. I th- I was thinking about the next. But one. it was close, which is the important part. So, but it's like, it's clear that they just don't look at the box score. How? Do, I mean, you don't even have to look at the box score, but like you see, like that Booker has thirty-one of the sixty-one points. How do you like see that and be like, and not be like, damn, he needs like, why does Jokic do that? And it's like he needs help, mm-hmm. but then like it's just a ridiculous double standard. Yeah, it's it's just because we have Chris Paul on the team, and Crowder. so they're like, yeah, they're expecting that Chris Paul would carry the load, which he wasn't able to today. No, his shots weren't falling. Yeah, which I it's tough that we used like the Chris Paul savior game in game one when we didn't really need it. <laughs> yeah. Um, or needed as much, I guess, because we were like in the middle of blowing that lead too. Um, but it's tough, and I just don't, I don't see like, I don't see Chris Paul doing having that game another performance like game one like anytime soon, to be honest. Or like so, once a series, I think. Maybe once, yeah, like once or twice a series. I definitely don't think he's going for forty again, like he did against the Clippers. No. So it's just really tough to see. Like, it seems kind of like we got cold at the worst possible time. No, literally, that's exactly the third quarter, right when book went out. Yeah, everything's wrong because then our transition defense became terrible. They were not able to miss at all. And then we couldn't score. Just Everything just went bad. I'm not going to lie to you guys. The atmosphere in that building uh, was not giving me playoff vibes. It's the same with game one. I was at both games. These, yeah. these did not really feel like playoff games. They just felt like – they just felt like – they just felt like significant, important games, but not like a playoff game. Like the crowd, especially tonight, dude, the crowd had a very hard time getting into it tonight. And I think it was has a lot to do with the Suns' effort. They, I feel like they were not trying. Was it, was it, like, was the atmosphere or, like, energy decent when Book was in? Yeah, when Book was going crazy, everyone was losing their minds, obviously. But, like, coming out of half, it was just flat, and nobody did anything to get the crowd back into it. The crowd tried a couple times. Like, the Suns was going like a mini, like, 5-0 run a couple times, and the crowd would try to get back into it, but mm. they would always just come down and hit a three, and then that was the whole night, basically. Yeah, looking at, like, the team stats, so they had – actually, they had four more turnovers than us, but – they had 28 points off turnovers, and we only had 12. Yeah. Which is that's showing their, our transition defense is actually, like, really, really bad. And our transition mm-hmm. offense, honestly, too. You see what the offensive rebound district, like, what the difference is? Yeah. They had 11. We had 8. Oh, okay. No, that's not even that bad. And they had 43 rebounds. We had 33 total. That's just a product of them not missing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not that I'm actually like when you think about it, this is was not that terrible of like a rebounding game. 
Yeah. Obviously, you don't want to allow 11 offensive rebounds, but it could have been worse. Yeah. It's just the time. Like, if you're watching the game, it's the timeliness of the rebounds. Because, like, you know, we'll be on a little bit of a run. Or, no, I mean, they'll be on a run, and they'll just keep getting offensive rebounds. We just can't seem to get the ball. Yeah, and that's just, like, because nobody boxes out. And that's why I think Dario would be great in this series. Yeah. Because you can plug him in at the four there when Nan- when Larry Nance is playing those minutes, and uh, it works. Like, and I think Dario yeah. is probably better than Larry Nance. Is that a hot take? I guess we I can't really say that because he hasn't played in a year. Yeah, he hasn't played. So I won't say that. But I mean, if there's one thing we know is that Dario will play hard, at least try to. He'll box out. He might not get there too many rebounds, but he'll. He'll box out at least. Yeah, at least he's just a bigger body because I don't think Jay can keep uh, Larry. I mean, or even Torrey Craig. And Torrey Craig has not done anything, dude. No. I don't think he's even – he hasn't scored in this series yet. He, I don't think he took a shot today. I bet, like, yeah, he was bar- – he played eight minutes. He was barely in the game, yeah. which is uh, – I don't know how I feel about that. You guys want to – into potential matchups later on because i feel like we've talked mainly about most of this game no, but we, we should we should talk about where the where we go forward in this series okay so, i think that's super obvious though like <laughs> okay then i'll ask do you uh who wins the series who wins yeah and how many games um, let's I would say, say, let's sit here. Let's say, uh, do your prediction for if book plays game three and then if he misses game three. Um, if book plays, I would say I, I'm still confident in five, but if not, then I would say max six. Because I, I think I, we're still five. It's probably the consensus take, to be quite honest. Yeah. And I think either way, it's Suns and five. I think if he doesn't play, we'll still win next game. Because we'll yeah, there's gonna be a chip we'll on there. I, there better the be. Yeah, yeah. There better be, man. Or else uh, we're in trouble. Yeah. If they come out lazy and slow and no effort again, dude, like that's it, that's when I'll be like concerned. Uh huh. Yeah. Because they just like the amount of times you would look at the you'd look at like them on the court and they're like sprinting to try and catch up with somebody in transition rather than just being, being there. there. Like it was insane. It was yeah, so tough. I, it was so tough to watch. We just need more support because we're not getting anywhere in this playoffs if Devin Booker has to score 30 and a half. To, this is to, why this is why we wanted Eric Gordon so bad. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh like we talked about earlier how it's like it's fine that we didn't get him, but it's like looking at it now we need another shot creator like, really badly. Yeah, like imagine how, like we honestly we probably win this game if you can plug Eric Gordon in for Booker instead of Shamit. Yeah. Like, so, he could give 
you know, off the bench. Yeah, so that just – and he's actually, like, playable too. Like, Shamit – like, he's not going to get DNPs like Shamit. Uh-oh. So he's a much better than Shamit. And yeah. He'll score more. And I feel like he fits the system well too. It just It's so tough. And, I mean, I'm not going to complain. We still won 64 games. Like, still yeah. a successful season. I, I mean, maybe not successful per se, but a good season. Right. Um, that uh, I feel like we're all going to look back on with a lot of distaste if things go poorly. And it's going to be really unfortunate if that's the case. And it, it's mm-hmm. going to be really unfortunate if that happens because we lacked – a shot creator off the bench. Yeah, because we've been saying that since last trade deadline. Yep. That's what we're missing. Yep. It really didn't address. Like, Aaron Holiday and Tory Craig were cool pickups, but it's like, you know, we feel like we needed more. Yeah, man. For these couple moments. It's, uh, I, I want us to win so bad so that we don't have to worry about this stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah. it's our job to uh, – talk about it as podcasters man <laughs> yeah but uh yeah it's so tough but it just left me speechless with how bad it was i was not speechless you see my screen <laughs> oh yeah I, I saw but I, I i don't mean there's there's too much bad to talk about that i don't want to talk about it you yeah. know what i mean like it makes me just like want to forget well, uh, the good thing is that if this series does end in five, we might have good, like a good amount of rest, because it looks like the Dallas Utah series might be going to like six or seven. At least going six. So yeah, at least six. and uh, we could get some rest if the sooner we end this series. Yeah, Brandon, I, you said you wanted to talk about matchups, so let's. Um, yes. Who would you rather play? I would rather we play Dallas. Play. We put a poll on Twitter, and the Jazz won it. That's crazy. I'd rather play Dallas. Yeah, I'd much rather play Dallas, especially with we don't know Dude, what's up with Luke. Dallas doesn't have a center. Yeah. It's Dwight Powell. He's like 6'8". Like, I would much – and, like, there's the whole thing with, like, the Mavs have beat us one time since 2018. Mm-hmm. I know playoff Luca's a thing, and I'm fully expecting him to go for like 40 or 51 game and just take one game. But Donovan but, Mitchell's a player too, so that's what. Like, I'd rather play. The thing with Utah that I noticed, I mean, that I saw was that they are the best three point shooting team, and against the Suns, that amplifies even more. Everyone knows, <laughs> so it's like the Dallas was isn't that good. They have like Dorian Finney-Smith, Reggie Bullock. I would rather have those guys shooting than like Jordan Clarkson, like Mike actual Donovan. good shooters. Yeah, Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell. It's like I would rather trust them. Yeah. I'd rather play down. Yeah, the I think the men, is and, they don't have like um the the role players that can shoot as well. Like the Pelicans have players who can shoot. They can hit two or three three the game. The the Mavs who, don't. Who name them? That. Other than McCollum and Ingram, um, Trey Murphy. That's he's it. the best. Best. I mean, Herb Jones can shoot. Herb Jones can hit. Is he a good shooter? Not normally, but against the Suns, yes. Yeah. Um, um Alan Tunis, he can shoot. 
And now Larry Nance. Uh, I, I don't, um, hold on. I don't, Jackson isn't terrible. I don't know if I'm. All right, hold up, bro. Let, let's. There's no way because they're the worst three point. They're one of the worst three point shooting teams in the league. There's no way that all of these guys are like okay shooters. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying like just. But like they can shoot. Like they yeah. can make shots. And yeah. the Suns' worst weakness is people who can make shots. For some reason, they're gonna make them against us. The biggest difference though is that the Pelicans have two like elite shot creators, mm-hmm. which is like just everything worse. But a, a team like Dallas, like the Jazz, have one, like Jordan Clarkson. Off the, I'm not gonna count off the bench, but like they have Donovan Mitchell, who's gonna create shots, and then the Mavericks have Luca and Jalen Brunson. So Here. it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. But like guys, they don't have Ingram uh, and McCollum yeah. together. Do you guys want to guess what uh, some Pelicans players are shooting from three in the series so far? Oh, in just the series? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember so, how bad it was this game. So what do you what do you think um, Alvarado is shooting from three? Like forty. Higher. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say fifty-eight. Higher. I was gonna say fifty. Four first, so sixty-four. Yeah, that's what was gonna be my first guess, but then Higher. I was like, "That's a little." Jesus Christ! Seventy-five. Seventy-five percent. What is he? Three for four? Uh, <laughs> it doesn't say. Probably, honestly. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think Brandon Ingram is shooting from three in this series? A hundred. A hundred? No, it's not a hundred. <laughs> I know he shot 100% today. It's higher than 60. 73. It's 90. It's higher than 73, lower than 90. 86. Lower. 82. 80. 80%. He's shooting 80% from three. This is, guys, this is not going to last. All right. That makes me feel way better knowing that. It makes me feel way better. What do you think? Let me see if I can find another like crazy one. What? Ooh, let's. What do you think CJ shooting from three? He takes high volume, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it being lower. Maybe it's probably still high, but. What do you is think? it above? I'd say fifty or for like forty-seven, fifty. Fifty exactly. Jesus, that's still insane because he takes so many a game. Yeah. She shot ten today, just like. Yeah. I'm saying, CJ McCollum. Half threes is a lock. Yeah. <laughs> Larry Nance, 40%. Herb Jones, 60%. Like, Trey Murphy, 55%. Like, yeah, this, this is not going to last. Unless they have a historic, it will be like the craziest playoff series ever if they continue that. Yeah. And at, at that point, it's just like, what, what are you, what are you going to do? You know, like, yeah. we can't, there's nothing we can do about that. Uh, counter, I'm curious now what the Suns players are shooting from three. I want to see what Jay is shooting from three, most of all. Okay, it doesn't show his three-point percentage for some reason. Oh, he's 0 of 9, duh. Yeah, zero. What, okay. Aiden's at 100. So, 
We're we're starting the Devin Booker needs help agenda. <laughs> Devin Booker is shooting fifty eight percent from three so far in this series. Um oh my gosh. Mikel Bridges. What do you think? It's not even that it's not even like horrible, but it's not like thirty five. Oh, really? Thirty five, it's lower than thirty five. Oh really? How many did he take last game? I don't know. He's shooting thirty-three percent. I think he did three. He did three today. Yeah. So he was bad. He, he was like zero for four or something in game one. So. Oh, it's like twenty. Yeah. Uh, Jay Crowder. He hasn't hit a three. He's shooting thirteen percent from the field. In the two games. That's incredible. Johnson's um, probably shooting. Cam Johnson. What do you guys think? Cam Johnson is shooting from three. Like oh, it's got to be, like, be like, yeah, 20. It's 25%. So the Pelicans are going to cool off, and we're going to heat up. Yeah. I think we'll have a one Cam Johnson game this this series. I hope so. I that would be uh, – that would be – hopefully it's game three if Book's gone. I think yeah. you start Cam Johnson in game yeah. three if Book's out I instead of Shamit. Match their size. Oh. As much as you can, and yeah. Try those two guys because I don't think Shamit is playable with the with the starting unit at all. No, he'll have to switch on to CJ McCollum, which is yeah, like, that's can't happen. Yeah. So I think you start, I think you start um, Cam, and you just have him like you have him, Mikel, and Jay be like positionless. They're just yep. wings, mm-hmm. and then you have just Chris Paul and DA because I like Shamit cannot be out there. Bro, like he can't. Yeah, I need Chris Paul to take more shots in the flow of the offense. Obviously, you know he he took the game one is an exception, but like, and even honestly today is a little bit of an exception. But he, I feel like he doesn't shoot in the first half when he's he even when he's open. When he's open, he still passes it. Like if if Booker's not playing, he has to just create himself some shots. You know he missed today, whatever. But it's like they were they were on target. They were good shots. Just didn't yeah, they were. Yeah, it's um. Damn, I forgot what I was gonna say. That's annoying. <laughs> yeah, it's just tough to see. Like, this is not working, man. But hopefully that hopefully the um, we come back like it balances out sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. it would be rather unfortunate to uh, lose in the first round. What, Brandon? You guys watch this Warrior series? Because I know you had some stuff to say about it, Isaac. You've been been chatting it up on Twitter. Right. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I I should save it just because of, like, the state of Twitter right now. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, I feel like it's not the best time. As a Suns fan, like what just happened, like it's just not a yeah, good time. Yeah, we can't talk too much shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like something will happen. Like the Warriors will like lose a game or something or whatever, and I'll be able to say it. But just right now, <laughs> I'm not. They're so happy today. I've yeah. seen all so many Warriors fans on Twitter just having a parade because the Suns lost. Yeah, they literally. It's uh. I mean, I, I can't really uh, do the same thing when the Warriors lose. 
but yeah. uh yeah it's it's crazy man i miss i really like it's nights like this where i really do miss like the bubble when we were when people liked us yeah <laughs> i'm like, seeing the workout video again on twitter really like, yeah. I, I saw it today too it's like i don't understand what like what's the reason of posting that that's uh i don't know man people just there's always just a team that people clown on because oh, people are literally just waiting they have stuff in their draft just waiting for us to lose a game and then as soon as we lose just post it right away i just yeah. i just i just saw a funny ass tweet this dude said, I'd be willing to bet my life savings that the Pelicans won't ever shoot the ball like that again. Not in this series, not in their existence. <laughs> He's probably right. Like, I, if they shoot, like, even, like, higher than, like, 45 46% from three in a game, I'd mean, be surprised. There's no yeah. way that this 27th worst three-point shooting team just, sud- just suddenly can't miss. There's no way. It'd yeah, be one thing was, if, like, they were shooting really bad recently because then you'd be expecting them to get hot. But this is, like, on the entire season they were bad. Yeah. So I, it's going to be, like, it's going to be so depressing if they shoot like that in every game and we lose and there's just literally nothing we could have done about it. Mm-hmm. That's going to be so depressing. Or that, I mean, I would, think Tyler, that would be uh, so depressing. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I don't think it yeah. is. I think tightening up the transition defense will slow them down a little bit. Just because they won't be wide open, at least. The, the most the most we can do is contest, at least. Yeah. As so, things are going right now, their playoffs are literally like happening in the same exact way as last season. Yeah. So... Uh, in that case, it means we're going to lose game three. So uh, hopefully, hopefully things start to change. And then hopefully yeah. Book's healthy too. Yeah. So last person you want to go down. Yeah, man. If Dude, if, if Book gets hurt, like if Book's like out long term, I'll just – It'll I'll just, be active. Like, yeah, bro. I don't know what I'll, it'll, it'll be like. It'll be so depressing. I feel like it's just a waste of like a magical season. Sixty-four wins, like. Yeah, like, like nothing. This just feels like our best chance. Like with, yeah. like, um, all the young teams. Like the Timberwolves are only going to get better. Pelicans are only going to get better. Like they're going to be. Oh my god, they're going to be. They're going to be good. They're adding Zion and then a free agent and a lottery pick to this team. Yeah, so it just feels like this kind of just might be our only chance, like our not our only chance, I guess, but our best chance. Yeah. Just because, like, soon- right now we're we're beating teams based on execution and experience and stuff, but like these teams are starting to get experience, and then you have teams like the Pelicans who. We know they're well coached, uh, so teams are going to start. Teams are going to start catching up sooner yeah. than we think. So, like I don't know, 
I honestly don't know that yeah. after after this season that we have that we're like as dominant. Definitely not. Like there's, there's been, just no way. The Lakers will be back. Clippers will be fully healthy. Hopefully. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't even mention the Clippers. Like. Yeah. They're, Next year. This is is our best chance for a, a while. Yeah. Barring us trading for like Tatum or something. Yeah. Which I think. I uh, really want to happen, but we'll, we can talk about that's more of a like miscellaneous conversation for the offseason. Huh? What about Donovan Mitchell? No thanks. <laughs> I, actually, I actually would like I would like Davion Mitchell after yeah. Chris Paul. I I loved watching him this year. I think he would be a perfect fit. You're that opposed, uh, Donovan Mitchell. What is what? the purpose of getting Donovan Mitchell? Um, getting younger, getting rid of Chris. Like I, like I said, I'd if, I, if we get. So are you I suggesting want... Point Book with Donovan Mitchell at the two? Point Book or Point Mitchell? I think it would work. At, so Booker plays the three. No. Oh Mitchell! Oh, yeah, I was thinking of Davion for some reason. So Mitchell plays Point. Yeah, one of the two. I think that can... would be awful. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's ever happening. Yeah. I think Tatum and Book could share the rock. Yeah, because they're both they're, like they're both they're both true hoopers. I don't think Donovan Mitchell's a hooper. I think Donovan Mitchell's a basketball player. In the playoffs, he is, and that's when it matters. No, but even in the play, like even like in the playoffs, dude, he's like he's putting up, he's having great numbers, but I still just feel like he's a basketball player. You know what I mean? I, he just gives I me that vibe. Maybe it's because his name is Donovan, but. I think that would be better than um God, I don't want to say that. No. I think having Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs would be more beneficial next year especially than Chris Paul in the playoffs. Because well, we we need to we need scoring. We need to score. We can't score. Besides okay. the Okay, pause. We scored more points in this game than we did in game one. Okay. <laughs> Hear me We're, out. You're just talking about like the scoring off the bench, which is the Eric Gordon. We don't need Donovan Mitchell to fix our bench scoring. Either way, I don't think it would be next year anyways. It would be in two years. Yeah. So, well, just Donovan, Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell's out this offseason. Yeah, he's but like he's, just, going to, he's a Nick. And this, nothing this, this, to get them to get Donovan Mitchell. I, I, if especially if we don't win a championship, I want to get rid of Chris Paul before his contract ends. No facts. Next, I'm trading. I'm trading Chris Paul for Dame after this season. No cap. See, that would work. I think that's a gen, that's something that could actually happen. That's, that's my dream. To get I think. I think there's a way to get Dame without trading Cam Johnson. I do. Th- I, I really do think so. I'm just saying, him or Mikhail will have to go. One of them. This but is the in, difference. in this situation, I I would be okay giving up Cam Johnson to be completely. This, this is the difference, though, between Dame and Mitchell. Dame is not going to ask for a trade. Okay, asking for a trade significantly makes your value go down. T 
teams are not going to get back for as much for someone who's asking for a trade. We're not going to sign Donovan Mitchell. We don't have the money we for that. We don't have to sign Donovan. We can trade Chris Paul for him. That's what I'm saying. He's a free agent. No, he's not. He has one more year, doesn't he? I think he has one more year, but it just the, we can't. Are people saying he's going to demand a trade? A, a thousand, especially if they lose in the first or second round. But what is what I've hold seen? On. Can I for New York? Brandon, yeah, there's already rumors to New York. Brandon, can I hear your trade package for Donovan Mitchell? If he requests a trade, I would give up. We could throw Dario in there because he's okay. Well, Chris Paul well, needs to be in this trade. Oh yeah, yeah. I that, I was I I was like I thought that was just because I said I wanted to trade Chris Paul, so I would do Chris Paul and Dario. I wouldn't even mind giving up a pick or two. And two picks. Is that it? I think, but if he's requesting a trade and they're going to blow up that team, picks are 10 times more valuable. Yeah, but if he requests a trade, that doesn't mean that the Jazz are just going to let themselves get fleeced. If he wants to go to Miami or New York, they're getting either Jimmy Butler or Tyler Hero out of that. Or then if they go to, if he goes to the Knicks, they're getting some. Yeah, so the Suns like just don't even have the assets. Trade packages I've seen for the Knicks that everyone's throwing around is Julius Randle, um, Cam Reddish. I've heard them throw in quickly. See, that's that, already more than what the Suns are giving up. That's already yeah, that's already way more than what the Suns. Well, what if we throw in Shaman? What if we throw in Shaman? and then two that, picks as well? Still no. Still more value because I know Randall Dude. is not made younger. Quickly is a up and coming young guard, and so is Cam Reddish. We're we're be giving them older. Yeah, they're not. They're gonna take quickly and Reddish and Randall, yeah. who are all under thirty, instead of thirty-seven year old Chris Paul and like two filler players basically, and then picks. Yeah, but like I think, I think injured Dario and redacted. If they're trading Donovan Mitchell, they are going into tank. Yeah, so wouldn't they? Yeah, want- so why would they want Chris Paul? Chris Paul's, Paul's, Paul's going to have the same effect that he will on every other team when he's 38 years old. Yeah, but Brandon, bro, like you have to think about it from their perspective, though. Like, like you right. know that they'd be going into a rebuild if they trade Donovan Mitchell. So, like, like just because you don't, like, it, they're just not going to trade for Chris Paul. They would have long-term pieces like quickly and reddish that they can build around, yeah. rather than just keeping Chris Paul I for years and trading him. I, I understand. I, I don't know off the top of my head what the, I was just throwing something out there, but I'm saying I wouldn't mind Donovan Mitchell on this team. That's that's my whole point that I'm getting out of this. I would. I don't want to. I just feel like we have to give up too much to get him. That's my when idea. you can when you can give up just like. A pretty similar amount and get Tatum. No, you cannot give up the similar amount for Donovan Mitchell to get Tatum. I mean, we're t- we're talking in like Mikhail or Cam, and yeah. then a couple of like, I mean, I'm, that's the same thing we have to give give up to get that's Mitchell too. I would do it like with almost no hesitation for Tatum. We're gonna have to give up at least Cam, if not Mikhail. That's fine. And then also probably four first round picks. That's fine. Dude, if we if we get Tatum, we're winning four championships. 
Yeah, no, I, like, I, weird. <laughs> I, I would do it too. I'm just saying that their trade value is nowhere near similar. I think it's closer than you think, considering you just yeah, tried to trade Chris to Paul and Dario for Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> it's definitely wasn't it wasn't a, it wasn't like a like i was just i was throwing out trade pieces i wasn't saying like this is what we do because i i think that i would give up cam johnson for donovan mitchell in a trade package oh my god oh my god you wouldn't no because i do not want donovan mitchell <laughs> i wouldn't give up anything for donovan mitchell Dude, you could offer me Donovan Mitchell for like a bag of chips, and I'd still say no because I don't want Donovan Mitchell. Oh my god, I do like the Dame point you made. I think Dame is a realistic thing, but Dame is also getting older, so it doesn't really fix our problem. He's only thirty-two. Like we're, our goal is to win thirty-two. No, he's, he's like, like he's like thirty-one or thirty-two, bro. He's the yeah. same age as he. He's the same age as Draymond. I think he's a year older than Draymond. He's. I'll. I'll look it up. But he's not as old as you think he is. Yeah, and I, if we're, if our goal is to win a championship, thirty three going on thirty four. We get enough to do that. He's thirty one. Jesus Christ! Never mind. Trade for him right now. Yeah, and I think it's, it's possible with the state the Blazers are in now with Simons. They are gonna. They know they might not be showing it, but they know they're not winning anything anytime soon. So I think. And Dame has been talking about a trade. He said that if the team wants to trade him, he'll go with it. Yeah. I think so. We know that he'd be open to a trade. We know that he'd basically probably get to choose where he wants to go. We know he loves the Suns. He loves the Suns. He loves he, Mikael Bridges' his favorite player. He has the Devin Booker connection. I feel like they're probably homies. He gave up his All Star spot for him. Like yeah. we have the package. We can absolutely trade. I think Blazers absolutely would take Chris Paul in this situation because the Blazers would have zero leverage. And Cam Johnson, they, I feel like they could really and, turn Cam Johnson like a the good player. Do we think that we can get Dame without giving up Cam Johnson? I think so. I, I don't think so. I think you really. I really do think you could. I think we could throw in Shamit. I think instead. you could. I think you could trade. I think if you gave them enough picks, you could do it without Cam Johnson. Yeah, I mean, if he if he's asking out, then he, they yeah. have no leverage, and yeah, especially if he they're... asks to go to Phoenix too. Like, yeah, if we're if we're just trying to trade him out of the blue, then we would have to give Cam Johnson. Yeah, but, but if he like if he like if it gets reported yeah. that they like both agree to trade him, and if he yeah. like especially. In the case, which I think is likely case, that he asks to get traded to the Suns because he's going to want to compete. Yeah. And other than, I mean, what's another team that could trade for day? I guess the Sixers, maybe. The Lakers. Lakers. Oh, he's, uh, he's heavily Lakers. Bag. He always is. Puke. Oh, that would be disgusting. I'd hate sure. that. What would the Sixers even give up? Harden. <laughs> no, Probably Max buys Harris. I don't know that they're trading Maxi though for Dame to be yeah. really honest. Yeah, it'd be like Tobias Harris and Matisse Thibel and Danny Green and then whatever else they could find. But we could get a better package than that. Yeah. Yeah, but uh yeah. Long story short, I think I I really like James Jones is a smart guy, and he knows 
about Chris Paul's longevity and his age. And he knows that probably, I mean, this season might even be his last all-star season for all we know. If not, then it's going to be next season. So I think that we should prepare. our. I, I like, there's nothing backing this. There's no like evidence. This is all circumstantial and hypothetical, but I do like, it's just like a gut feeling that I have that I feel like there's a real chance that it does happen. I think it's way more than Tatum. Yeah. No, Tatum is just like a wish of mine. We were supposed to draft him, bro. Same with jaw. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Damn. We really got, we could have had jaw book and Tatum, man. No, I'm kidding. But and yeah, Jamal Murray. And Jamal Murray. <laughs> God, Tatum go. Just, no, I Tatum, I just love Tatum. Tatum's like probably my top five, like maybe even top three favorite players. And we were supposed to get him, bro. Like it was supposed to be us. <laughs> it's going to be harder not to get Tatum because that talk, those talks are easier when they were struggling. And, you know, they were they had the whole thing with him and Jalen Brown not fitting well together. But, like, uh, the way they've been playing recently and, like, in the playoffs now, it's not looking as likely that he'll leave or want to leave at least. Yeah, I think I think Dame is actually more Yeah, Dame is the most, uh, most realistic option. Because, and again, this is all, like, hypothetical. But if he were to request a trade, he's probably – He's either going to go – he's not going to – like, I would say he was going to go to Golden State, but is Golden State trading for Dame? No. Oh. Not with Jordan Poole. Yeah, so up. they'd have to give up Jordan Poole probably. Yeah. Oh, 100. Yeah. So, yeah, I just think in the, in the event that Dame and the Blazers do start looking for a trade, I think, like – of the criteria, like Dame's going to want to go to a contender, obviously. So of teams that like have the package and that have the fit, I think the Suns are probably one of the like best fits for him, especially because Mitchell. What? If Utah ends up keeping Donovan Mitchell, I could see him going there. I don't think he cares about what city he plays in. He's in fucking Oregon. If Dame goes to Utah, dude. That would be tragic. That would be absolutely tragic. Yeah. I would hate that. I'm trying to think Heat might be a big one that he could go to. Yeah, he could go to the Heat. They'd have to give up Hero, probably. I don't think the Blazers say yes to that without getting Hero back. If you're the Heat, are you... Still pulling that trigger? No, they're not. They didn't want to do it for Harden. Yeah, there's no <laughs> way they do it for Dane. There's no chance. Which looks like a good decision now, them not trading Hero for Harden. Yeah, he looks good yeah. now. Dude's a hooper. I'm trying to think of other contenders. Bulls? No. Nah. Not, they're not a contender, but... You know. I don't think Dame makes them a contender either. They have to, and they'd probably have to give up Levine. You yeah. think? Oh. And also, I don't think Lillard, Levine, and DeRozan would work. 
And that doesn't, the, make, like, that doesn't really make any sense. They still have Lonzo. It's just their main problem is Vucevic. Which yeah, the Bulls are the Bulls need a center. Yeah, and probably a uh like a floor general point guard, not like a Dame like scoring. I've been, I've been telling a bunch of my friends from back home in Chicago they they should trade DeRozan this off season. Dude, he did an awful in that playoff game. Yeah, he was bad. Yeah, he was but like missing not, wide open shots too. He's not gonna have the same season he did this year. He's just no. it's not. And while his value is high, you could get a decent chunk for him. Yeah. Yeah, they'd actually be pretty smart to flip him while they can. Yeah. But uh I feel like we've been going for a while here now. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to- <laughs> Um I forgot so- to- We'll we'll wrap it up. This was this was good. I think for uh, for for calming ourselves down after a rough game. So I'm I'm glad we I'm glad we we we, we ended our, our little break and and did this tonight. This is this was good yeah. for us. I think so. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to the We Know Ball podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at WKB Podcast underscore. Um, we're gonna start actually posting on social media soon i hope um we're doing our best out here it's 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 a crazy life man um follow me on twitter at mikhail bridge arian uh at arian s19 brandon at brandon adier sweet and uh we'll catch you guys next time peace